Let's get nuts. Turn that down. Ah, always forget about that. What is happening, guys? Where is that intro music? There it is. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. It's been a week. It's been so long. How you guys doing? Good? We're all good out there. I mean, obviously, yeah, we had the vodka stream, so, you know. If you tuned into that, at least live, you saw something live last week. What's going on? Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel, hit that like, thumbs up, share the stream, do all that stuff. Follow me on all the various sock meds that are around me right there. If you want to, uh, of course, support the channel a little bit more, we got the Patreon, we got the membership. If you want to become a Film Junkie member, do so. Every little bit helps, guys, I tell you what. You know, when it comes to life and everything, hey, if you can support, you can support, I tell you what. Anyways, hopefully you guys are doing well, and uh, let's see who's all out there right now. Who we got? We got Zach P. right here. Have you heard? Uh, have you heard anything about the DCU for Brave and the Bold being Asian American? No, I haven't heard that. I'm sure there are those that would be up and up in arms, but I hear I am just letting or I am just letting James Gunn cook. Okay, so they're talking about like casting an Asian American as Bruce Wayne. I'm guessing that's what's going on. And you will continue to support DC Films and all media. Good. Let's hope it gets better, <laughs> right? Lawrence, what a good, uh, what good, what good the DCU will be successful about Blue Beetle Battalion. That's right. You have the, you have that hashtag going. That's for sure. So, boycotting has no effect. Yes, it does not. Um, Omri uh, Daniels, yeah, early tonight because I'm going to see. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning tonight at 7 o'clock. So I had to, like, all right. I debated on whether I was going to do one tonight or tomorrow, but there's just so much to talk about. So I decided to do it tonight. Miss Jackson, what is happening? Your love for uh, DC is dying fast. Have fun watching. Yes, I definitely will. And, uh, I mean, hopefully they could pull you back in. But I know, you know, when it, when it came to things with the Flash, yeah, it kind of just... Totally is starting to kill it for you. I want to see Warner trying trying to make the boy looking like this IA image. They will flop as the Flash did. Well, they'll flop. They'll flop. Okay. All right. We got. Is that is that the? No, that's not the Fabian that always. No, you would always. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. Yes, there's uh, there's hate right there. You know, that's just the way it is. Uh, anyways, moving on. What's going on, Patrick? I have, uh, I watch Barry TV. I still have to watch Barry. I still have to watch that one. I hear good things about it. I hear good things about it. Jackman looks like he's going skydiving in that suit. Well, I mean, there was skydiving that happened in the last one, but when I went skydiving, I wasn't wearing a suit like that. I was just wearing normal freaking clothes. Uh, Blue Beetle on my list. Good. What's going on, RJ? Alita sequels are finally happening and moving forward per James Cameron himself. So it's been a damn good day. When the hell did this happen? This happened in like the last five minutes or something? Oh my God. What happened with this? I might have to look this. Maybe this will be a topic to talk about on Wednesday's stream. I don't know. What's going on, Space Mutant? Good to see you. Good to see you. And also hello to you, RJ, of course. Uh, good to see you as well. Man, my, my chat thing's like messing up again. Of course, it's been a week. So, you know, 
It happens. Oh, hey, this is early. Yes, Stephanie T., good to see you. Thank you for uh, dropping in. Yes, I'm seeing Mission Impossible at 7, so I had to do it a little early. Make sure I, you know, I want to get a little dinner in because I'm not going to buy, you know, gross, expensive theater food. So I had to make sure of that. Weird seeing the show this early. Yeah, I know. But, you know, sometimes you just got to adapt. Like I said, you'll get you'll, you'll get a first reaction of uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning from me later. So that's good, right? You know, that's what it's all about. And then, of course, we have uh, Triton right here who says Restore the Snyderverse, release the air cut, Batfleck solo, solo film. You know, I'm like, yeah, I mean, the other, you know, I mean, he's got another universe going on right there. Yes, I do want to. Yeah, this right here, of course, I'm like all about that. And then uh, I think Ben, hmm, I don't know. I don't know about Ben. I don't know if he wants to still do that. But hey, I doubt that's going to happen. Uh, what's not going to happen? Hmm. Uh-oh, we got we got somebody right here. When Legacy flops, I'm going to celebrate by getting drunk for the first time ever. That's a little strange, but okay. Live your life, <laughs> I guess. You know, uh, it's interesting. I never root for anything to flop, so I don't know how that feels. It's it, it, it To me, it's weird. It's weird. I never want like anything to flop i might not like things but i always know that there are people out there that do like these things that maybe i don't like crazy a concept i know but you know what can you do ah we'll see what happens all right we got nerdy mastermind right here insidious the red door was a big hit for sony pictures this weekend yeah we're going to talk about the box office of course today horror genre has been on fire yes it definitely has been on fire i thought about going to see it but um yeah i just i don't know last week was just such a weird week and i just didn't make it out to the movie so uh okay so yeah the news just dropped in a forbes article okay i'm gonna talk about that then i'm gonna save that for wednesday show because there's just so much right here like talking about uh tonight so we'll save that for wednesday show but that's very exciting news right there I should be seeing Foo Fighters in Montreal tonight, but tickets... Ah, damn. Ugh, that sucks. Because, you know, you know that's my favorite band. I, 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 I don't even know if I'm going to be able to see them. Hopefully, I'll be able to see them. I'm seeing Metallica and Incubus this year, which are, you know, Metallica is like my second favorite band. Incubus is probably up there in the top five. It's two, but I'm like, mm. I'm like trying to be like, all right, Foo Fighters, when, when I, I definitely want to see them. Definitely want to see them. So, all right, what are we doing here? What the hell is this thing messing up for? I don't know why it's messing up. It's just messing up. So, okay. But uh, let's see what is going on with this. I'm trying to see. I don't know why this is like, this thing is like delayed or something. I'm trying to move it around. I don't know. There's like a little glitch with the chat thing. I think we'll, well, we'll just get done with the chat. Okay, there we go. Jeez. Okay, so, all right, so here we go. So, Lisa, you want Blue Beetle? Yeah. And it has a better chance. It does have a better chance to uh, to succeed because it's got a very much lower budget. Not much has been pumped into that, you know, when it comes to that. So, I mean, at least there's there's that. And I hope, I hope it's successful, too. I want it to be a sleeper hit for the year. So, I guess we'll see. But anyways, guys, thank you for coming in. Uh, clicking in and everything like that always good to talk to you guys and uh we'll be chatting of course but uh yeah hopefully you guys had a good last week like i said i just was like my whole thing was like i have the i have my i have the week off of regular work 
And, you know, it's actually still spilling into this week. I actually was, I didn't work today either because, you know, work's kind of been, you know, a little, little slow right now. It happens when it comes to the profession I'm in. But, uh, so I was figuring, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a break from live just to like, you know, recharge the batteries a little bit. So recharging those batteries, you know, that's what I did when it came to uh, live. But of course, still had fun doing the vodka stream, of course, with Jacob. Hopefully you guys check that. And, uh, oh boy, <laughs> RJ. Yeah. Have we joined threads yet? No. I mean, if you see, if you saw me tweeting about that now, I'm not going to be one of those that's going to be jumping ship. I don't know how many, there's like 17 different Twitter alternatives. Now I will say this about threads. The, I mean, this is Zuckerberg right here and Zuckerberg does what Zuckerberg does best. He sees an idea and makes this his it's his own, uh, no, but I mean, it is, but it's still, it's, you know, it's the market and whatever the fuck, you know, everything's everybody. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about competition, right? In, uh, in the market, but, uh, no, I do not plan on joining threads. I know that was a whole big thing that happened last week and I was just kind of like, all right, another one, but this one will probably be obviously a lot better because it is linked to meta and it's like, Hey, pick your billionaire, pick your billionaire. I I'm sorry. If Jeff, Jeff Bezos is probably going like, hey, guys, we need to come up with our Twitter alternative. And then there'll be three billionaires that'll be like, dance, dance, puppets, dance. And I'm just like, you know what? I've been on Twitter for like a decade. I've built my audience on there. I'm just sticking it out. OK, I'm not one of those that thinks like, you know, Elon's like the, the, the most evil man in the, the universe. Do I agree with everything that he's doing? No, I don't. And certain things, I'm like, okay. And I still get glitches with certain things. But I'm at the same time, I'm just like, hey, whatever. I've already been here this long. I don't need to have uh, yet another social media. I remember somebody actually listed all the social media apps that they had on their phone. And I was like, oh, my God, so many. There's just so many social media apps. I try to keep mine, you know, I don't need that many social media apps. I'm like, okay, just, I just, let's just keep a little bit. I mean, I just reactivated my TikTok for shit's sake. And I'm just going to go, I don't need another social media app. I just don't. So I'm just going to remain on Twitter. I don't think it's actually going to crash and burn. But if it does then okay, maybe then I'll move the threads. Then I'll just be like, I'll show up with all, I'll, I'll show up all charred and burnt with like burnt clothing. Like, hey, I'm here guys. Ah, ah, I made it. We'll see what happens though, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm actually hoping for good things. I'm being optimistic about it. So, but yeah, it's just like, yeah, pick your billionaire who you want to like side with, I guess. Is that fight thing still happening? I don't know. Uh, that's what's going to be funny. That that fight, if, the, if there's a Zuckerberg and Elon Musk fight, if that actually does happen, which it sounds like it actually will, which is like, again, I'm just kind of going like, you guys are really, really smart, both of you. Do you really need to be punching each other in the head? I think you guys should be actually doing some good shit, okay? You know, you don't need to be swallowing all of our data. You could be doing some other things, at least. You know, at least, like, when it comes to Musk, you know, he does have you know, the rockets and the test and Tesla, which everybody was all about at one point, because, hey, electric cars, that's where we're supposed to go, right? At least he has that. I don't, Zuckerberg just, Zuckerberg kind of creeps me out just a little bit more than Elon. Elon creeps me out too, but Zuckerberg creeps me out a little bit more. When he was like in front of Congress and those eyes and everything, I mean, he, that, I'm pretty sure that motherfucker's already created an Android of himself. You know, I think he has possibly. But I don't know if that fight, fight's going to happen. There's obviously a distinct height difference and weight difference. 
very much so. So I don't know what you want to put your money on, but at the same time, I'm like, that move that it, even Dana White said it. He said like this could generate a billion dollars. It could generate a billion dollars, but it's gonna be so fucking boring. <laughs> I don't know. I, I th that's what always happens. There's gonna be so much hype, oh, so much hype, and then when you watch it, you're gonna be like, that that was it. That that was it. We paid for that. It's gonna be that. It's all fluff, man. All fluff. All fluff. Anyways, okay. Who else? Oh, hey, look. Miss Nighthawk's here. Hello. Hello, Steph. Good to see you. Good to see you. Of course, we had fun this weekend, as we always do. And good to see you, too. Mr. Everts also there. And Mr. Droga is there, too. So good to see you. So, yeah. All right. All that's uh, over with right now. But, yeah, I know. You know, and, and speaking of, I mean, and speaking of, you know, as... Okay, so... When we go to the tweets, guys, this is something that I kind of thought about over, you know, over my the last week, over my little break from at least here, even though I was still posting videos. When it comes to the tweets now, I'm going to do it a little bit differently because I figured when I just kind of scroll through my Twitter for like the last couple of few couple or few days, you know, it's it kind of drags a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? I should just I'm going to pick the tweets that I want to talk about. So now when it comes to going to the tweets, I'm going to just uh, refer to the ones that I think like, all right, let's talk about this. I want to talk about this subject. You know, obviously we have we have the four main topics, which uh, we're going to be talking about DC and the rumor that there's like two expanding universes with DC. Of course, we're going to talk about Wolverine and Deadpool three, uh, the costume and everything. And then the Barbie reactions. And then, of course, the box office. But yeah, when it comes to the tweets now, I'm like, all right. Let's make it a little shorter because sometimes they could last way, way too long. So I'm going to try to keep it. I'm going to try to keep the flow going. You know, let's let it flow just a little bit better. I know I'm not doing a good job right now because I'm rambling, but yeah. But it's kind of funny because one of the things like and I even made a tweet about it, too, when it came to this whole threads and the whole Zuckerberg and Musk thing. I was like, OK, social media, not social media, the social network, too, is writing itself and hey, David Fincher, where you at? You know, David Fincher, where you? Let, let's let's the, the thing is writing itself. But then John Cena posted this right here. <laughs> Come on, that's hilarious. Yes, and I love the fact that John Cena, John Cena, is actually Zuckerberg. They actually made John Cena Zuckerberg, and uh, they made what's his name? I'm totally drawing a blank on like his name right now but they're you know it's just i thought that was great i was like yes yes who's writing this movie right now who's writing this movie it should be there it should be there this should this movie should exist right here yeah so yeah that's just good right there. I thought when I saw that, when I saw John Cena push push that, I was like, good. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, it's a great Photoshop. It's great everything. But you know what's not good? This right here. What the hell is this? Get it away. Get, what the? What? What? Jesus. So this uh, showed up last week. Um, and it was funny because I saw Marvel, like, you know, MCU Twitter handles and whatnot just kind of be like, hey, Look at this right here. This is an this new official art for the Marvels, and apparently it's for like toys and whatnot. And I just went like, uh, "Is it the ninety nine set toys?" Yeesh! I could have made a better thing. I could have made a better image than that. Man, you know what? 
I will say this. I, I like, I, I'd rather, I'd prefer the, the, from the Miss Marvel show, I'd prefer that costume more than this. I don't like the upgrade, to be honest. I don't like the upgrade. I mean, I'm still going to watch the movie, obviously. I, the, the story kind of, I'm curious about it. And I really enjoyed Miss Marvel. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, it's going to be good to see Kamala again. Sure. But yeah, this right here, I was like, what the hell? I know. It's like, yeah. It's like, this is actually going to be put on boxes? Like, what? I, 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 but this is what happens. Studios tend to do this. They just, like, hire, like, they hire some, like, 22-year-old kid who's still living with his parents in his basement with fucking hot pocket grease on his fingertips to make this shit. And he makes it in, like two seconds and gets paid. I don't know what's going on with this. It's weird. <sighs> so strange. So very strange. But anyways, that's just me right there. But, uh, uh, man. Uh, and then of course, okay. So this right here. So I wanted to show this right here. This is one of the, uh, tweets that I was like, okay, damn it. So when it comes to Rebel Moon, obviously we got a lot of Rebel Moon portions. I, didn't, I said portions, not crumbs, but we got Rebel Moon cr uh, portions last week when it came to Empire Magazine and everything. It, when it came to that, and I remember even talking about like, oh man, I'm so glad that, that Zack Snyder is just so into this universe. He's been, this is a passion project he's been wanting to do over 20 years. It's a Star Wars, it's an R-rated Star Wars, it's his Star Wars. And they were going to be doing a, they're going to be doing an RPG. They were going to be doing a video game on it. But apparently, there's been a snag. There's been a snag, according to Snyder Netflix updates, which I recommend anybody who, of course, is following all this to follow this. It says the Rebel Moon TTRPG has reportedly been canceled. Evil Dead Genius made retailers aware recently. So apparently, and then according, and then this update right here, it says. The game could move and be developed under a different RPG company. So a little snag right there. So even though that Zach has been just, the door has been open for him at Netflix to do what he wants to do, there's been some snags because just like all the streamers, the cash flow is not there. Like, of course they were all in. Netflix was all in on a bunch of shit when it came to the pandemic. They were just throwing, they were just doing, they were doing this to everyone. And of course, when it came to Zack Snyder, popularity went up after the whole Snyder Cut thing. And they welcomed in with open arms. Obviously, Army of the Dead, you want to expand that universe? Let's do it. But when was the last time we heard about Las Vegas? And then of course the Norris got thing and everything's just kind of getting delayed because of most likely cash flow problems so when it comes to even expanding expanding this universe right here it's just a little bit of a snag a little bit of a snag when it comes to the rpg i don't know it's just like geez so hopefully hopefully it's just going to be a little bit of delay and hopefully we could still get that when it comes to the game when it comes to the rpg but at least we have stills not that Damn it, I thought we had some, oh man, see this is, I'm still getting used to this whole thing, but I had, there were some stills, that, that wasn't it, that wasn't it, damn it, I thought I didn't get the stills, but there was new stills, um, let's see, let's see, Rebel Moon 
We'll find it. We'll find it right here. Is maybe Rebel Moon Updates has it? Do they have the new stills? Mm, yes, they do. They have the new stills. Thank God. Here we go. Yeah, I was like, damn it. I thought I already had it. I thought I already had the uh, the tab open. But we have some new stills at least right here. So new stills. Of course, we see Sophia Batella right here pointing a gun, which looks pretty cool. Another shot right there of those three. We got Mr. Charlie Hunnam. Will it be right there? Oh, my God. This guy's about to get a freaking hatchet to the face. Hatchet to the face. And then we got abs. We got Mr. Abdominals right here. That's right. Mr. Abdominals right there. And then, of course, we have some more uh, behind the scenes still. There's Zach doing that, you know, holding, you know, showing how to hold. Being very uh, interactive when it comes to that. Look at the, Look at the dude behind him. Look at this dude right here. This guy is like, oh, my God, I'm so freaking like he you could tell the guy right there who just like looks like Freddy Krueger, like a like a hundred and two aged Freddy Krueger back here. He is like, oh, my God, I want to get out of this mask makeup shit. I'm so hot right now. So hot right now. And then, of course, more behind the scenes. We got these dudes right here, which I I believe they're good guys. Maybe they could be. We got that right there. And then we got, uh, we already saw her, but look at this. Look at the makeup right there. We saw, remember, Zach posted an image of this character right here where, and I, I'm trying to remember exactly who the character is, but they he posted her, like, you know, with a cool little background and everything. So look at that. I mean, the, the practical makeup on Rebel Moon is just going to be so freaking amazing. Zach Devated. Yes, Stephanie, Zach Devated right there. So cool. It's just going to be so good, man. Cannot wait for this. Cannot wait. It's just going to be so good. And hopefully we'll get that teaser trailer soon. But, uh, yeah, there's some. So, yeah, disappointing that the the game is going to be that got canceled with uh, the company. So then hopefully they can find it somewhere else. We'll see. But, um, you know, as of right now. Everything's uh, still uh, moving forward, at least with all the live action stuff. And it's looking absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. And you know what else is beautiful? We also got Matt Reeves right here talking about uh, the Batman Part 2. So we got Matt Reeves teases the Batman Part 2 uh, will be more ambitious. I mean, obviously you have to be. So obviously this is him talking right here. Let me make sure I got the audio on. So here we go. This is Matt Reeves talking about Batman Part 2, the Batman. With the, with the chase, like as you're mentioning, there is something we shot for almost every shot. Probably, and that scene, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say every shot, we've shot something. And this is something, here's the other thing, is I, I've, I've had so many wonderful collaborators to work with. And, and when, I, when you find someone who you love working with, you just want to sort of like, come on, please, let's, let's just keep working together because this is such a, how much, mm-hmm. how much farther can we push it? Like, I've been talking to Greg about, I'm mm. trying to write the next movie now with my partner and we're, we're doing this thing. And he's like going, let's just push it farther. And I was like, yeah, that's what would be really exciting to do. With the, with the chase, like as you're push mentioning. Push it farther. That's what we want. We want it to be pushed farther. Of course. So there you go. We got Matt Reeves talking about that, talking about pushing it farther. Greg Frazier, we know that he's going to be doing the cinematography again for the Batman 2. So, I mean, it just seems like when it comes to the Batman 2 and expanding, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, of course, with the main topic. But, you know, at least he's going to be working with his same cinematographer again because, yes, freaking please. Yes, please. So, And then speaking of cinema... Dune Part 2. 
three hours and 15 freaking minutes. Make it longer. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, that's fine by me. Three hours and 15 minutes, perfectly fine. You know, Mr. Uh, Denai Vulinyuv, <laughs> you know, I always have problems saying his name. I always uh, mess up the name, which I always apologize for. But, you know, you get who I'm talking about. But according to this right here, I mean, who knows? Take it with a grain of salt. They might still want to cut it down even more. But it says, uh, obviously it says Dune Part 2 won't be screened until November. But I'm hearing that the current cut of the film is very lengthy. How does three hours and 15 minutes sound to you? Perfect! This does not mean that the release version will be that long. Exactly. It'll probably be cut down to under three hours. I would not be surprised. But it is an indication, a tease, if you will, of how epic this second chapter will be. For comparison's sake, the first Dune, released in 2021, was two hours and 35 minutes. As Roger Ebert once, wrote, once said, no good movie is too long and no bad movie is short enough. Very well said right there. Roger Ebert. He was a very good critic. Definitely was. And, you know, it's kind of funny, too, because I even had a conversation. There was a conversation that was had, too, about the length of movies, which I get. Some people are just like, eh, you know, sometimes these movies are a little too long. But it's like you have to earn that runtime. You really have to earn the runtime in my eyes, because there are some movies that are 90 minutes that feel like three hours, and then there's some three-hour movies that feel like they're 90 minutes. It's all about the writing. It's all about the directing. It's all about the flow of the movie. Let's face it. Morbius felt like three hours. <laughs> I mean, even it was cut. Yeah, but, um, you know, we don't, you know, I think that's all, you know, Morbin time. But Zack Snyder's Justice League, when I watched it in the theater, it did not feel... You don't feel that runtime because it just flows so well. Same with BVS. Anytime that I watch BVS, three-hour-long movie does not feel like three hours. Certain things like that. I mean, like, even when it came to The Flash, it didn't feel like it was two hours and, what, 20 minutes or whatever the hell because it moved really, really fast. It moved fast. But, yeah, there's been some short movies that just feel very, eh. Little Mermaid was long to me. I, I don't even know what that runtime, but it felt long because I just... You know, it just didn't flow as much as I thought, even though I thought it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. But yeah, so there's your runtime right there when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to right now, probably not going to be this, especially now Warner Brothers Discovery are like, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're shitting their pants. So it might, it's probably not going to stick, but I hope, you know, let the man let, tell his story. Let the man tell his freaking story. Okay. There we go. Oh, yeah. Still got that up right there. Um, let me see. I had something else, but I think I have it out of order. Here we go. I did have it out of order, so I didn't want to, like, do that right there. With the next tweet that I wanted to uh, show right here, because when I saw all these images, I was like, okay, Something interesting is happening when it comes to this movie right here. And uh, Miss Lisa Jackson, I know you're looking forward to uh, this movie, obviously, because it stars Mr. Michael freaking Keaton. Well, he's going to be in it. I don't, you know, he's not the full on star, but I mean, let's face it, he is a star because the character he plays is the name of the movie. Beetlejuice 2. Beetlejuice 2. We got some more set images. And we got Jenna Ortega's character, of course, who playing the daughter of Lydia, Winona Ryder's character, 
Getting married. Huh? Getting married? What? Okay. Interesting. And then there she is right there, Winona Ryder. Still looking like Lydia. And then they show the bridge. Huh? The infamous bridge that wiped out Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis's character in the first one. So they're showing that. So my first thought when I saw this, I went, oh, I get what they're doing. Lydia's daughter is going to die in the opening of this, and that's why she has to dive back into the paranormal world. She has to find Beetlejuice. She's going to be finding her child. So it sounds to me that Jenna Ortega's character and her husband are going to die in the beginning of this movie, and that's why Lydia is going to dive back into that world. That's got to be what's happening here, right? So I just can't wait to see the first image of Michael Keaton back in the Beetlejuice suit and the makeup. I can't wait to see that. We probably won't see Who knows if we'll see that? That might all be on the set or whatever, but I hope they release an image. And I think they will because it's like, hey, come on, Beetlejuice is back. But that's my guess that's happening right here. It's got to be what's happening. So I think that's what's going to be good. And I dig it. Makes sense to the story. I think that makes sense to the absolute story of the whole thing. So very much good right there. All right, and then uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was Oppenheimer. There was a couple of Oppenheimer things that came out when it came to, obviously, when it, Christopher Nolan has already started doing press for Oppenheimer, and I found two things interesting. One has to do with how he came up with the idea, and then nudity and sexual content. That's right, guys. But first, we're going to talk about where he came up with the idea. Because according to uh, Discussing Film, which sources apparently, uh, you know, a video, of course, when he was being interviewed, Christopher Nolan says he got hooked on the story of Oppenheimer after Robert Pattinson gifted him a book of Oppenheimer's speeches at the Tenet rap party. So we can thank the Batman himself, Robert Pattinson, for Oppenheimer, apparently. That's what's going on here. I mean, I'm sure maybe he already was, I don't know, but that's pretty interesting. He got hooked on the story of Oppenheimer after Robert Pattinson gifted him a book with Oppenheimer's speeches right there. That's pretty, that's pretty sweet. I love that. And also, he also talked about how, because somebody actually asked him during, during the recent press, why wasn't Robert Pattinson in this very on this, this, there's a star studded ensemble cast that's happening right here. And People were asking, like, why is Robert Pattinson on there? Because he was too busy. His schedule is way too busy. I don't know if it had something to do with Batman. Probably not. But obviously, Robert Pattinson's in very high demand, which is what he said. But then there's also this right here, guys. Oppenheimer has extended scenes of nudity and sex involving Killian Murphy and Florence. Pew, 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 pew. That's right, guys. Christopher Nolan, I don't think he's really delved into the whole nudity, sexual content aspect of all this. <laughs> this movie is such the complete opposite of Barbie. My God, it's such the complete opposite. Because I'm like, wow, man, Christopher Nolan's going to show some, okay. 
um, interesting. And then, of course, there was actually like some backlash because people can't get over themselves. They're like, look at the age difference between these two. Shut up. She dated Zach Braff. Graff? Braff? Whatever the fuck his name is. There's like a, yeah, everybody always gets all, oh, when like the guy's older and now it's like that whole thing. It used to be like, it never used to be like that. Now it's like, everybody goes, oh God. And there's always like a, a backlash. It's not really a backlash. Nobody really gives a shit. But I remember seeing something like that today on my timeline. Like, really? There's no backlash there. There should not be a backlash there. But anyway, so I don't know. Is he going to, are we going to get a full Monty? <laughs> you know, a full Killian Murphy dingle dangle you know who knows but hey i'm glad that hey he's taking that approach there's nothing wrong with that right good job christopher nolan now no, no cgi which i and i made the joke of course when this like hey we're not going to see just one explosion when we go see oppenheimer and imax we're going to see two explosions i'm a child i know i get it i get it it's really that's really dumb i know i i know i get it i know dumb uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about when it came to uh, recent things is Jamie Foxx. What the hell? All right. Think, I mean, this is a good thing. I hope. But finally, we got some Jamie Foxx. Like, okay, is Jamie Foxx okay? Because protect this man. He's one of the most talented motherfuckers out there. Please, we don't want to hear news that Jamie Foxx is... Not, you know, that he's going to pass away. I fear that. I fear that. Anytime I see Jamie Foxx in the trending side of Twitter, I, I worry. I absolutely worry. But apparently, he's okay and he's on a boat. Okay. There he is right there. Waving. TMZ. Interesting. But then I put on my tinfoil hat because I've always been kind of into conspiracies and kind of weird stuff when it comes to the stuff. And, I, and, and it is interesting that, okay, so we finally got an update f from Jamie Foxx, I guess, that he's good, he's in good health, he's out and about, good times. But why has he not posted a video himself? Jamie Foxx posted on social media. Obviously, everybody, you know, posts things on social media, do an actual video statement, everything like that, that I'm okay, I'm good. But then all we have right now is TMZ got a video of Jamie Foxx of somebody that just happened to just be like, oh my God, there's Jamie Foxx. And I'm like, it's a little weird. I'm not saying that that's a body double or something. You know, I'm not, I, I mean, I... You know, I do put on the tomb for a while. That's a body double. That's right. Yeah. I don't know about that. That's my Alex Jones impression, by the way. You're welcome. But I was just like, all right, Jamie, if just put out a video statement, I just reassure even more. I mean, this is good. I'm not saying, I mean, it looks like him. Sure. But it's just, you know, my, con you know, my conspiracy brain goes, but is it, is it a stuntman? Ah, what's going on here? I don't know. It's just, you get a little suspicious. You rub your chin. You're like, why? Okay, so put out a video, man. Your fans are like begging for it. So hopefully it's good. But, you know, my conspiracy brain starts going off like, is this really him? Huh? Are they pulling something on us? Are they pulling something on us? But hopefully it's good. 
But hey, yeah, I think everything's going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. Oh, Ben. Oh, Ben. I knew you were going to do that. I knew somebody was going to do that. Yeah. I knew you were going to do that. Yes. Cancel me. Yes. He said that because why? Why? Because all black people look the same. How did? Yeah. Ah, uh, I knew. I, yeah, of course, leave it to Ben to do that. But no, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to be optimistic about it. I'm just saying that sometimes sometimes I uh, sometimes I just do that. I mean, I I, and I knew it and I knew it. And thank you, Ben, for doing that, because it's it's good for a laugh because that joke. I like that joke. You know, it's great. Yeah, I love you, too, man. Come on. No, I'm glad you made that joke. You, that's what I that's why that's why I love you, Ben. That's why I love you, Ben. That's why I love you. But I think I mean. For the most part, that does, like, pausing it right there looks like him. So I'll be optimistic. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. I, I, I threw it out there. I, I was waiting for it. I was like, throw it out there. I knew somebody was going to say it. And thank you, Ben, for doing that. Thank you, Ben. All right. Now that I'm canceled, uh, let's go to the next one, which uh, we're just going to talk about. Uh, let's see right here. Oh, it's still playing the audio. Stop it. Stop it. All right. All right. So uh, a couple things that I wanted to talk about, too. Obviously, we got that. Uh, Obviously, uh, Blue Beetle right here. We got a new cover when it comes to Blue Beetle. And then also, look at this cover right here. Look at this. This is beautiful. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn season four. They're riding a rocket that looks, of course, like a dick. And it's great. Not your average joyride. So they released that today. Strap on, bitches. Season four is coming to, uh, coming obviously to Max July 27th. So looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. All right. All right. So I try to shorten the tweets as much as I could right there, but there's just still a lot of talk about I'm trying to keep it short. But hey, yeah, now still I, I, I ramble. What can I say? But uh, there you go, guys. That's what some of the tweets that I wanted to talk about when it came to this. How are we feeling, huh? Feeling good? Man, it's freaking hot. And not to mention, okay, so my apartment complex, see the pool, the, my balcony, straight out that way. And the pool is out that way with the spa. They've been working on the spa because apparently something happened. And apparently they're working on it again. All of a sudden I was hearing like that, mm, like, Jesus Christ. Really? You got to work on it right now? My God. But that's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. It's your birthday, the 27th, Cortez? Well, happy birthday then, I guess you could say. Anyways, all right. So what am I doing here? I got to turn that one off. All right, let's talk about the main topic now. This is because uh, Miss Grace, Miss Grace Randolph, who does not follow me anymore on Twitter, by the way, Remember when I, uh, you know, a while ago when somebody was telling me in the chat that, oh, yeah, Grace Randolph follows you. And I went, no, she doesn't. No way. And turns out she did. Well, she doesn't anymore. <laughs> I don't know what 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 caused her to be like not to follow anymore. Who knows? Doesn't who cares? But when it comes to this whole thing about two universes, two DC universes, she was kind of like the one that was hearing the same thing. So here's the tweet right here when it comes to her. I hear reports of building out the Reeves verse are true with additional filmmakers. I think that's crazy to have competing full-fledged cinematic universes. I agree. Of course I agree. No way. No way. 
There's no way they could pull that off. Fucking hard fact. You think they could pull that off? No. But you know what this is, guys? And this is what I wanted to tell you. Because I even think I talked about it last week when I did a Patreon stream. You know what this is? This is the idea of expanding the Reeves-verse being back on the table after the Flash floppity-flopped. That's what this is. Because even though that Reeves and Gunn came out on social media and debunked that they were going to have the Reeves-verse be part of the main DCU... You can't tell me that it wasn't considered. It wasn't on the table. With all the shuffling that was happening last week, you cannot tell me that that was not on the table. I, from what I gather from my information, it most certainly was on the table. They want to do that. But of course, Reeves didn't want to do that. And I think we all agree with that. I don't, I don't want that to happen. I want Matt Reeves to just keep his Gotham universe, keep the universe when it comes to his Batverse, keep it where it's at. They don't need to expand on it, even though there could probably be some really cool ideas, sure. But when it comes to this whole information that's coming out, it's just like after the Flash didn't was not the success that it actually was, is now they're putting it back onto the table. There's no way that they're going to do two competing DC universes. No way. They're, they don't have the money. They don't have the money for that. There's no way. There's no way that they have the money for that. You could throw that out of there. I think... It comes down to it's like, all right, well, this didn't work. And they even had James Gunn like pushing the flash. And then maybe even James Gunn, like his tone, it was going to be similar to what the flash was. So now they are worried. DeLuca, Abdi, Zaslov, people running Warner Brothers Discovery. I think they're all worried. And then, and then they're going like, well, wait a minute. Everybody seems to really like the Batman. It's getting praised like a motherfucker, and it made money, so maybe we should expand that universe. That's what's happening right here. I think there—I mean, let's face it. There's some—there's a power—there might be a power struggle that's happening over at Warner Brothers Discovery. There's just—with with everything that's happening, and then, of course, with the with Blue Beetle and Aquaman coming out, and they, they're not banking on any of those to be successful, I think— it's just back on the table. There's no way that they're actually going to be doing two universes. If they did, that would be insane. That would actually be insane. And I don't know if they would actually do it just to see, like, huh, which one's going to be better. No, I don't. They need to just keep Matt Reeves doing what he's doing and then just have, you know, Gunn doing what he's doing. But I don't know if they have, they might not have that much faith in Gunn after all this, but at the same time, it's like, well, you have to have some faith in him. His last movie that he did with Marvel Studios was a success, a big success. So I don't know, but that's from what I gathered, my information, I'm thinking that's what's going to be happening when it comes to all that. That's what's going to be happening with all that. Oh, great. We have a sell the Snyderverse hashtag in there. Yeah, that'll solve all the problems. <clears throat> now that won't solve all the problems. We want Zach to do what he's doing right now. Hashtag build the new Snyderverse. Ugh. But yeah, so they're not going to do that. But anyways, Gunn doesn't want to be overshadowed. Of course not. He's running DC Studios. That's why they should uh, just have Robert Pattinson be the... See, I mean, that's the thing. That was always up there, too. It's like, why... Why even get a new Batman when you already have Pattinson and just have that be part of the new DCU? That was always a thing. But Matt Reeves doesn't want to do that. I don't. I mean, James Gunn probably doesn't want to do that either. I mean, obviously, we already have the Brave and the Bold version that's going to be 
getting out there. But I don't know. I mean, I think I think I will say this, that if Matt Reeves was cool with expanding his universe to have a Superman and a Wonder Woman, a Green Lantern and all all those characters out there in his world, that's very much grounded. But at the same time, again, it's like when it came to Christopher Nolan's Batman was grounded in reality. You know, it was grounded where it was like, okay, it was Batman's world that was grounded in reality. And when it comes to Matt Reeves, just, this is from Kevin Smith's podcast because this is what he heard. Is like Matt Reeves was Batman's world that had reality kind of like injected into it, you know? But it was still like, if you think about it, it's like, eh, you know, you look at the Joker, you look at the Penguin. I mean, there's still, it's all still crazy, interesting characters. And it's not, it's still got a fantastical element while still has the grounded element too. But I'm like, how, what would a Superman be in there? What would a Wonder Woman be in that world? It does intrigue me. It does intrigue me. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. Just, just go, go a different direction when it comes to having an interconnected universe. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. 2024, no renew contract. Okay. Um... Omri Daniels, I wouldn't have a problem if other DC characters existed in v- Reeves' universe, but the focus just staying on Batman. Yeah. Brian Zaslav would get the boot before gun is made to hit the bricks. Yeah. Zaslav, his job is more on the line than anybody else's, I would say. So, yeah, that's yeah true. It's just, it's weird. I share your concern for Ezra's psychological well-being amidst the mess. It's crucial that someone is taking care of him during the challenging time. The sire, uh, somebody cancel him. He 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 pronounced him. Um, the Reeves trilogy can take place before the main DCU story, and Superman even shows up. Just keep. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's always been like one of those things. I don't care what universe gets expanded as long as I get my Swamp Thing movie. See, that's the thing. It's like, does a Swamp Swamp Thing, could it work in Matt Reeves' universe? Probably. You could probably figure it out. But all I know is there's not going to be two. Not going to be two. Like when Grace said that I think it's crazy to have competing, fully-fledged cinematic universes. Yeah, it is crazy. It's not going to happen. It's, just, it's such a weird, ugh, such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing that's happening when it comes to Warner Brothers Discovery and trying to just, like, clean the mess. That's why I'm, like, I'm glad that Zack is nowhere near it. He's happy building his universe from the ground up, okay? And so people are like, he can come in and save it. He doesn't want to. They don't want to come and save the shit. You want to put him back into the meat grinder? Fuck off. Don't do that. Stop saying that. Get over it. Okay, he's going to be working on Rebel Moon for like the next decade and Army. So stop it. He's not going to want to, he's not going to want to come back. No. No. We don't want him back into this mess. We do not want that. I mean, this is, it's funny because it's deja vu. I used to say, I said this before when things were a mess, when it came to Warner Brothers. I'm like, why would you want him to come back to this mess? No. He's building universe. He's building thing. He literally is just, you know, he's doing that. No. Ugh. But oh my god, I want my DC characters the way I want them. No. Enjoy what you got. 
we had a huge W from releasing the Snyderverse or releasing uh, the Snyder Cut. Be okay with that. That's all you know right now. And then, then Zach walked. Zach and Debbie walked into the sunset, into the Rebel Moon, and that's what's happening now. We don't need them to come back to this fucking mess. Ugh. Deadpool three Wolverine classic yellow costume. Man, we we got we teased. This got teased in the first X-Men movie. First X-Men movie when he goes like, when he puts on the, the, the black leather costume for the first time in the final act of the first X-Men movie. And then uh, Cyclops says, what did you want? Bright yellow spandex? And then it got teased again in a deleted scene that got released for the Wolverine where they actually have the classic Wolverine costume. And I already did a short on it. I mean, obviously I did. But, uh, you know... Ever since then, they had released a more high-res version of uh, of the image right here, which, ta-da, obviously, we've seen it already. It was trending today, big, huge, everything like that. And you know what? They pulled it off. They pulled it off. Does it look ridiculous? Absolutely. It's supposed to. The question is, how long is he going to be wearing this costume? What is happening in this movie? You know, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, how long is he going to be wearing this? Is it, is it part of like one scene? It's a gag. I don't know. It's all just very interesting, but we were all wanting to see it. And, and for the most part, when it comes to reactions of the costume, I saw mainly people just losing their shit. They're losing their shit about it. And that's a good thing. Everybody was just like, finally, we're getting this costume. It's been teased. We've been wanting it. And the reason why they never gave it to us, because it's like, yeah, it wouldn't work in live action. I think for the longest time they were going, it doesn't work in live action. We got Hugh Jackman. Let's just put him in a wife beater or have him shirtless, which, of course, he's probably going to be like that anyways. There's probably going to be there's always there's always a scene because every every time you see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, there's always a scene where he's shirtless to show, you know, how fucking ripped the guy is. And of course, he's in uh, mega shape again. Or he's going to be in a wife beater. So I'm just wondering how long, how long. And then some people are saying, like, why would she put sleeves on it? Because, you know, the traditional yellow costume for Wolverine has, you know, no sleeves. But I'm just kind of going like, yeah, but it's live action. Maybe it didn't work. They probably tried it with no sleeves. Again, I want to know the context of the scene where he has to wear it. But I mean, again, look at what we got here, folks. We have both of them. We have Deadpool and Wolverine, live action, standing next to each other. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Holy shit. This is crazy. This is crazy. Now, the next question is, obviously, is, is he going to wear the mask? Of course he is. I think they're going to save that. Hopefully, they'll save that. But, of course, I think at one point, he's going to wear the freaking mask. He's got to, right? So, that's definitely going to happen. But, yes, looking at reactions... And whatnot, you know, when it came to all this. Well, first off, you know what's crazy? Is this video right here, which we haven't seen, came out on the 7th, which was like three days ago. It's almost like it was planted out there, but I don't think anybody has seen this. This is from the first X-Men movie right here, where somebody released this video. Look at this. The first X-Men, he's got the X-Men figure and he's fighting with it. He's too good. How do you mesmerize me? Let's see. That was so cool. I was like, what the hell? 
I think somebody planted it because they knew they were going to release the image of the costume. Ryan Reynolds, did you put that out there? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? And then, of course, when it came to, you know, I mean, uh, oh, shit. Sorry. Ah, man, come on. God damn it. This stupid thing. All right, sorry about that. Um, let's see what else. There was uh, some things I wanted to see. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, people were like, hey, you know, look at, you know, this was him back in 2000, and then, of course, him in 2023. And then, also, when it comes to Deadpool, Rob uh, Simonson will compose the score for Deadpool 3. His previous work projects included Ghostbusters Afterlife, The Whale, The Atom Project, and Stranger Things Season 4. So he's worked with Sean Levy, Levy, whatever. And, and then, of course, we have the evolution right here of Wolverine throughout the years. Pretty awesome right there. And then somebody did this. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. It's great. This is so freaking cool. <laughs> Come on. Because we all know that if you want to have a comic accurate Wolverine, he's he's like 5'3", 5'2". <laughs> he's a short, he's supposed to be really short. And of course, Hugh Jackman's a tall dude, which, you know, makes sense. But I thought that was just hilarious. Come on. You got to love the internet for stuff like that. You really got to love the internet. You got to love the internet. And then, and then we got this, guys. Remember? Wolverine Origins. We went from this to this. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Huh. We went from shit to what the what the hell is that to this. Ah, <sighs> yay, so good. Thank God, thank God. Oh, thank God for that. Right? That's that that's what you call an actual course correction. Okay. Remember when they were kept talking about Warner Brothers with DC trying to course correct and they couldn't figure it out? Apparently Marvel figured it out. They were like, we course corrected right there, especially today. And even with Marvel Studios, which I know a lot of people are worried about, but they course corrected and they were like, fuck it. Let's 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 have something like that. But I think the suit looks good. I think it looks good. I mean, it's, I'm just so, I'm, I just want to know the context, the context, how are we feeling about it? Oh yeah. I wanted to uh, bring up I wanted to bring up uh, the polls I put out there. Let me see if I can find those. I put some polls out there on YouTube and Twitter. Let's see where everybody's. I just asked a simple question. I just wanted to ask a simple question of, uh, you know, how are we feeling about how are we feeling about the costume? So let me find it. Here we go. All right. So let me figure that out. Okay. Right, so then we got this. Let me refresh that. All right. Let's go to YouTube first. And of course, you know, I mean, but it's still kind of funny. It is funny how there's still people that said, nah, I just asked, do you like the classic Wolverine costume for Deadpool 3? 401 votes and 88 to 12%. I'm like, damn, it's just kind of, it's just, it's just crazy how there's, it's like, there's still people that are like, nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, maybe they're not, they didn't care for, you know, any of that, but for the most part, People do care. People do care. And then, of course, we have, uh, where is it at? Uh, where did I put it? Uh, right there. And then, of course, we have Twitter right here. Pretty much the same thing, 82.6 to 17.4, 201 votes. But it's just kind of funny when you have people that are like, eh, nah. 
looks like shit. I'm like, what'd you expect? What'd you expect? There's always the fuddy-duddies, right? Always the fuddy-duddies out there. And they have to make it be known that they hate it. You know? Social media, bringing the... Just birthing those narcissists. Like, I'm gonna say my... You know? I have to let my opinion be known. I guess. It's fine. Whatever. But I think it's gonna be great. The next, the next question is, is like, when it comes to the OG X-Men cast that are most likely showing up, we can pretty much know that, what are they going to be wearing? Are they going to be wearing comic accurate costumes as well? I, gar- I, I have a feeling they are. We're going to see, remember at the end of what, Apocalypse? Yeah, end of Apocalypse when they had like the group shot when they were wearing pretty comic accurate costumes. We're going to have those for the OG cast. Watch. Maybe they'll release a group shot. We'll see. Barbie. Oh, Barbie. Oh, boy. This movie, this movie, this movie might be the biggest movie of the year or I don't know. It's it, it, it's going to be either a big flop or the biggest movie the, or one of the biggest movies of the year. I, that's what I'm feeling right now. I mean, obviously, when it comes to when it comes to uh, the reactions that happened because the premiere is last night, which. You know, you got to love those premieres, right? I I always find red carpet premieres a little weird because it just feels like, worship me, worship me. Everybody has to like, you know, walk out there and just be like, you know, and doing like their poses. I I just, I don't know. It's just, it's so awkward when you see all that. And then, especially for the ladies, because they're wearing some crazy dresses. And I'm like, how are you going to sit and watch a movie in that thing? You know, do you have to like tear like things off? You're wearing, your skirt is like out to, I don't, I don't know how they sit and watch a movie. It doesn't make sense. You know, the dudes are just kind of like, all right, I'm just wearing a suit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, whatever, but it's just weird. I mean, Dua Lipa, you know, showed up for all the fans that are most likely underage with her nipples out. I mean, it was just like, okay, she's wearing like a fishnet thing. I didn't mind it, but I'm just kind of going like, holy shit, there's probably a bunch of kids over here. And she's just like, hey, nipples. I mean, okay, whatever, free the nipple. I know. I'm okay with it, but I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. Um... (laughs) But this is cool right here. Somebody made this right here. This is a cool little poster. Obviously talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie. Barbenheimer. I just thought that was pretty funny. Not too bad. You know. And then, of course, uh, we <laughs> they released a clip, a song of, you know, Ryan Gosling singing his Ken song. I just don't know who I am without you. You're Ken. But it's Barbie. <laughs> and... But I will say, from the reactions, everybody's praising the absolute shit out of Ryan Gosling. His performance, saying how funny he is. Which, again, I mean, Ryan Gosling is, like, low-key hilarious. The Nice Guys is, like, one of my favorite movies of the last decade. I love The Nice Guys, and he was absolutely hilarious in that movie. And I wish there was a sequel, but... Ken. But yeah, there's like there a whole no, song where he... No one knows how hard I try. Oh, oh, I, I have feelings. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. He doesn't have the best singing voice, but remember, he was part of the Mickey Mouse Club. So, I mean, at least there was that. But I mean, but the thing is, though, I, I appreciate it. And I also appreciate the Ken. Look at the, look at, look, look right here. It sh- shows Ken right there. It's in the font style of Metallica. 
So, yes, I'm looking at his crotch right now, guys. That's immediately what I do when I see Ryan Gosling. I look at his crotch, and I see the Ken right there, and I'm like, that's awesome because that is in the font style of Metallica. So he already won my vote right there. Okay, but yeah. But I think he's going to definitely steal the show. I mean, I'm sure Margot Robbie's also going to be absolutely fantastic. She's gorgeous, sure. But at the same time, I'm like, Ryan Gosling's going to steal every scene that he's in. But yeah, everybody, of course, was like saying how, you know, great it was. See, like, like, how do you sit in that dress? She had a, like, somebody had to take that off. Anyways, but, you know, I mean, there was all kinds of, I'm not, we're not going to go through like the, all the reactions, but they're mainly, they're mainly positive. And my issue with that is, is they're always positive, right? It just seems like no matter what, when it comes to like first, like reactions to these big movies are always really positive. And then we get a sense of like, oh, this movie's going to do well. I mean, and then all of a sudden, when the actual reviews come out, remember Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at Cannes got like a seven-minute standing ovation, and everybody's like, oh, God. And then things changed. Flash, you know, oh, man, it's just so weird. But this movie does have potential to be one of the biggest movies of the year, or it could just fall flat. But I don't think it's going to because it's just something different, and I don't know, but... I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be okay. I think it's gonna be okay, right? You know, you got the two of the most beautiful people on. And, you know, I think it's gonna be fine. Oh, watch them make Ken spinoff. Well, apparently that they're gonna be doing that. Uh, their old video on YouTube with the Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, he was a Mickey. He was a musket, a Mouseketeer, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I always forget about that. I remember you could see that video of him like dancing and shit. It's like a it's like a 12 or 13-year-old Ryan, Ryan Gosling. First off, his head is the exact same size it is now. <laughs> he grew into his head. If you watch that, it's like his head is exactly it looks like Ryan Gosling. His head is exactly the same size as it is now, but he's like got a really small body. He's, it's like a bobblehead Ryan Gosling, when you look at those old Mickey Mouse Club videos, it's crazy. Trips you out. He grew into that head of his, for sure. If it's a success, they'll do a Ken spinoff. I already heard that there already might be a Ken spinoff in the future there, uh, Swak fan. Yeah. 200... Cole uh, Sprouse Raven. Okay. Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera was a, yeah, yeah. And Justin Timberlake as well. They were all part of that stuff right there. So, yeah. Box office. Oh, well, box office is pretty interesting. It is pretty interesting because we have a horror movie that came out. We have the big blockbuster sequel that came out last week that fell and then of course we have this other movie when it that comes to uh based on a true story probably loosely based on a true story that came out from not a big studio because i don't know it's all very interesting but yeah the sound of freedom obviously is uh grabbing people's attention but sadly you know with the subject matter of it being about child trafficking sadly it's gotten political which is very interesting to me. It's gotten political because you would think that that subject matter should not be political at all. There should not be politics involved when it comes to all this. It's just, when I'm seeing all that, I'm like, okay. But then I I know Jim Caviezel, Caviezel, whatever, you know, Caviezel. 
Jesus, um, when I've seen, you know, obviously he, I've seen recent interviews when he talked about it, he's been cast away from Hollywood. And then of course the old things when he was like backing up some QAnon kind of stuff and about child trafficking. And there was like a certain thing promoting that, which is now just like this big, and they of course call it like a, a far right QAnon paranoid kind of thing, whatever the hell, which is kind of interesting because going back to conspiracies and how I like to go down the rabbit hole of conspiracies, it never used to be a right wing thing. Now it's a right wing thing. It used to be a left wing thing, but now it's a right wing. Like a decade ago, it was a left wing thing to be a conspiracy theory. I go down the rabbit holes, John F. Kennedy, all the experiments that's happened, uh, Area 51, 9-11, all the stuff. I've gone down the rabbit holes because I'm so fascinated by it because you just, you know, Bigfoot and all, you know, creatures in this, you know, there's all kinds of things. But now when it comes to conspiracy theories, it's now a right wing thing. It's very weird. And now it's like it's a conspiracy theory when it comes to child trafficking. And this story is about that. I'm like, I don't think this should be political. Right. And I've heard good things about the movie. It's being endorsed, too, by a lot of people as well. But I keep hearing good things about the movie. But I I thought about going to see it on Thursday, but I was like not in the mood for a heavy movie because I hear it's pretty heavy. So I don't know. See, I'll I'll, I'll go eventually go see it. But it's just kind of interesting how it all is. And I, and I get it that people are like, maybe they're, they don't like Jim Caviezel, Caviezel because of what he said about certain things. Sure. I get that. But at the same time, I'm like, the subject matter is a thing that is real. It's an actual thing. And I remember there was reports about the character that this is based off of. I've seen the reports and seen like the, you know, on CBS and whatever the hell that reported on this particular person and child trafficking and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's, I just don't think that stuff like this, because it's interesting when you see like Rolling Stone and the Washington Post and a lot of these places that are just like calling it like a alt-right, whatever the hell kind of thing. But then they also gave a glowing review of cuties. Seems a little ass backwards, but okay, whatever. It's fine. But this is what the box office looked right right here. Insidious. The horror genre is just still kicking ass. I did not expect Insidious, the Red Door, to make this much. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, this is what, the fifth one or whatever? I didn't go see it because I don't even think I saw the last one, to be honest. But look at this. I mean, this movie, and it had like a $16 million budget. Patrick Wilson, his directorial debut, I believe, directing this this one right here. And it's at $65 million worldwide, which I thought, Fantastic. The horror genre is thriving while all these other big sequels and superhero movies are fucking flopping. I love the fact that the horror genre is just super strong right now. Super strong. And then, of course, we got the Dial of Destiny, which dropped 54.6%. It's sitting right there at 249.3. So it's probably going to, it'll probably make it over 300 million. And that's about it right there. And then, like I said, the Sound of Freedom right here opened up strong. Look at that. Now it's at $41.6 million. This movie probably did not cost 
nearly as much, probably had a similar budget as Insidious, maybe even less. This movie is going to be doing gangbusters right here. The incredible true story of a former government agent turned vigilante who embarks on a dangerous mission to rescue hundreds of children from sex traffickers. Don't go watch it, though. Uh, uh, whatever. Uh, again, it's very strange. And then, of course, we had Joyride that came out. I thought about seeing this movie, too, because I was hearing good things about it. It didn't really make a splash in the domestic box office. 5.8. You know, would have been cool if it made a little bit more, but hey. Uh, I don't even see the flash. Oh, yeah, there it is. Number 11. Yeesh. Yeah. I don't think The Flash is going to be doing much more, and it's not going to make that $300 million. Damn it, man. I really had high hopes for it, and I still enjoyed it. Saw it twice. Plan on watching it more times. And then, of course, you got Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is kicking ass. 642.3 right there. So that's good. At least there's that. It's good. Patrick, you heard, yeah, Joyride Rental. Yeah, it was one of those where I was like, mm, I want to see that. But I wasn't in really in the mood for like eh, that either. I wasn't, I don't know. I just wasn't in the mood to go to the movies last week, I guess. But Joyride, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it didn't fully capture me. It's like, it looked funny. And of course, Stephanie Sue was in like in there from um, anywhere, uh, everywhere all at once. So, and I, you know, so part of it wanted, I wanted to see it, but nah, just didn't do that. But hey, box office, small movies are doing well. That's all that matters. That's what I love. I wanted to see Joyride, but it didn't really grab my attention. Yeah, The Flash is the definition of a flop. Yeah, we already established that. Darkness, I wanted to check out Joyride, but yeah, didn't do that. Yeah, The Sound of Freedom is currently a limited. That's the thing, too. It's grabbing everybody's attention because people just want to know the story, this crazy story. And sure, it probably it's not probably not fully legit, but it's probably got the basic points. You know, it's going to they're going to Hollywoodize it, even though it's made with like an independent studio. But you kind of like that sort of stuff. I just hate the fact that why make it political? You know, this is about a serious thing that is happening right now. It's a serious thing. But they wanted to make it all political because everything has to be political. <sighs> it's dumb. Jagged Minds, Good Horror, Black Lesbian Time Loops. Okay, Patrick, interesting. Okay. It'll make, uh, Antonio, it'll make money on stream and DVD watch. You talking about uh, Joyride? Yeah. My opinion, Warner Brothers needs to go back to making horror and gangster movies and westerns. Yeah, they need to do that too. But they could still, they could still push a DC universe. They have to cut those budgets though, Antonio. That's the thing. You have to cut those budgets. The budgets are the big thing. These budgets are too inflated. It's time to go down. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for when it comes to Superman Legacy. Make it a small budget, and let's see if J if James Gunn is going to pull the impossible, set a small-ass budget. Set a small budget. All right, let's go to uh, Twitter questions. We'll see what's, uh, what's going on in the Twitter sphere right here. I didn't post it on YouTube, so no questions there. But we'll, uh, we'll pull up some, some Twitter questions. Let's see. All right. Let's make sure we got some good things here. Uh, all right. Here we go. Twitter questions. Okay. 
Eric, hey Dave, saw Indy 5 on Wednesday, enjoyed it. Much more satisfying send-off than Crystal Skull. I frankly, and frankly, that's all it needed to be. I'm actually, after re-watching Crystal Skull, I thought that was actually a better send-off than, uh, than Dial of Destiny. I thought, in my opinion, I thought Crystal Skull actually was a better send-off with him getting married to Marion and then Shia LaBeouf, you know, mutt almost putting on the hat and he grabs it at the last minute. To be honest, I thought that was actually a better send-off. Now you said you felt it's missing something but didn't know what. I'd say probably Spielberg's special. Yeah, that's what I, I've yeah, I said that said that in other uh, either videos or uh, live streams. It was definitely missing the Spielberg touch. Soups Kenobi, if WBD are making the Reeves verse bigger than combined with the DCU and Phillips Joker verse, we would have three. Oh, yeah, yeah, t technically, but there's not really a universe that's happening when it comes to Phillips Joker verse. Going on at the same time, is that a wise move? And then again, yeah, they did have the MCU, the, uh, the Amazing Spider Man verse, and Fox verse, but yet that, that kind of fell flat. Yeah. Jamon Watson, Gunn brought in legacy effects who done, oh, oh, effects artists who done uh, Avatar 1 and 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with practical effects. So this is good. Yes. And I, and I'm hoping for that. Finally give Hugh Jackman a comic accurate suit and it looked nice. However, I think they should cut out the sleeves. Yeah. Some people were not liking the sleeves. Cooper Knox. The Barbie movie having some Snyderverse jokes shows that the Snyderverse movement is... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I heard that there's a, there's a Snyder cut jokes in there. Mr. Wooter, Dave, I just watched Mad Max Fury Road on Blu-ray. It was so incredible. Have you watched? Oh, yeah, I've watched Fury Road many, many times. It was my favorite movie of 2015, yeah. Trailer 2 from the movie. The song gave me goosebumps every time. Have you heard that song before... And Dave, I'm happy for you back on Twitter on Twitter because Twitter was weird. Uh, what was okay? Oh, I mean, I was not off Twitter. I was just not doing Film Chunky Live. That was pretty much it. But thanks, appreciate it, Jacob. Am I the only one who just realized that Zach used music from Excalibur and Army of the Dead when Dieter opens? I think he mentioned that possibly on the Vodka stream. I think he did talk about something about utilizing similar. I don't know if it was the exact, but I think he was talking about similar to Excalibur. Darkness Under the Wind, Dave, question one. Do you see the Matt Reeves Batman universe and the DCU benefiting all of the Batman fans and specifically fans of superheroes in general to where if they don't like one of them, they could support the other one in making it win for everyone in DC? Maybe that's the approach that they're taking. Could be. Question two, do you see the fight about uh, fight about Hugh Jackman's Wolverine suit in Deadpool 3 lasting forever between the comic accurate people and the people who don't like comic accuracy? Uh, uh, hey, who cares? <laughs> Question three, do you see Deadpool 3 and uh, Deadpool and Wolverine coming in MC King Dynasty? Yeah, I mean, uh, Secret Wars for sure. And then we got Mr. Lawrence right here. One thing I got to say is the DCU is going to be successful because of the Blue Beetle Battalion. Well, there you go. You guys push that shit. Push that shit. They need help. Ronnie, do you think having two Batman simultaneously would be too confusing for the general audience? I don't think it'll be that bad. Warner Brothers also needs to be smart about releasing these movies without overlapping as it will lead to a lot of confusion with audience. Anyway, look what I got at Iron Shoes for $30. That's awesome. 
Love that right there. Love that black suit. And then, uh, and then of course we have thoughts on the rumor. I thought on this rumor and are you okay or not okay with true DC? Yeah. This is what we talked about earlier. Talked about it earlier and it was like, yeah, there could be, they might be changing it to Asian. I don't know. Uh, and then we got a sigh right here, Dave. I truly hope th in the midst of the fiasco surrounding the Flash, someone is prioritizing Ezra Miller's mental health. The level of toxicity out there is concerning. If you happen to be in touch with any individuals connected to the pro to the project, please provide us with updates. Yeah, I haven't heard too much when it comes to uh, Ezra Miller and and how Ezra is doing right now. I know he's, you know, I think he's doing better, but you know, you just never know. And with the with the movie flopping, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe there'll be another thing that he releases on or that they release on social media. We shall see. All right, guys. I went on a little longer than I was uh, kind of hoping for, but hey, it does happen. But uh, I got to make some dinner and then I got to head out to the movie theater to go watch some dun, 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 dun. Got to watch some Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, which... I'm so looking forward to one of my most, I think my most anticipated movie of the year. So seeing it in IMAX, seeing it in uh, a little over an hour. So expect my first reaction. I'll post it. It'll be later, of course. It's a long movie. So anyways, guys, thank you for uh, clicking in again and uh, welcome me back from uh, not doing Film Junkie Lives for a week. Smash that like, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell. If you want to support the channel, which, you know, could use the support, Patreon, some bonus content, membership. Uh, we want to do that too. We do a members-only stream right after the Monday stream or the Wednesday stream. So go ahead and do that. All right, guys, I love ya, and uh, yeah, look forward to my first reaction to Mission Impossible. I'll talk to you guys later. See you Wednesday.